Russell Westbrook, the West Wolf, put on a show Monday, March 29th versus the Indiana Pacers 2021, becoming the only NBA player in history, in NBA history, to record a triple-double of 35 points, at least 20 assists, and at least 10 rebounds. Ever. There have only been two players in NBA history other than Russell Westbrook that has recorded at least a 30-point triple-double with 20-plus assists and 10-plus rebounds. Those two guys are the greats of Oscar Robertson and Magic Johnson. Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I got a whole lot to say about the Beast Brook. Let's get it. Look, I promised to get to just how great Russell Westbrook was versus the Indiana Pacers last night. But I'd be remiss if I didn't first say, look, I'm hoping the best for Daniel Gafford. Uh, that right now, I know they're calling it a spring. It looks so much worse um, in real time as you watched it uh, and, and watching it in replay from the certain angle. It just looked terrible. I am praying and hoping that that is all it is. And I wish him a speedy recovery. I want to start there. And then I want to start. Look, the additions of Gafford and Hutchinson. Guys, I'll be honest, when I first heard about the trade, I said, I understand Gafford. That makes sense to me. A rim running, rim protector with athleticism. The Wizards need that. The center rotation is putrid. This helps. However, I did not understand getting rid of Troy Brown Jr. for Hutchinson. Guys, he shut me up last night. He shut me up last night. The thing about Gafford and Hutchinson, and Hutchinson was really able to show up because he's a wing player. Look, he need all the wing minutes. All the wing minutes that doesn't have Bill and Garrison Matthews at it, he needs all of them. Based off that game. Now, it's one game. We're basing this off of what we saw of him for one game. But he, like, I don't know if the shooting was sustained itself because he isn't historically a, a good shooter in the NBA. Like, I get that. But if he can, can hit the corner three, which is the shortest three on the floor, that'd be great. Those are the ones he took. But nonetheless, even if the shooting does not sustain it, sustain itself, I was impressed with how hard he worked on defense. I was impressed mostly by his understanding of spacing, player movement, gaps, and things like that. He said after the game, he was asked about Russell Westbrook, and, and, and he also was asked about his own night. And he said, well, Russell Westbrook had a ton of assists to me, so I, got, I owe him dinner. I got to buy him dinner or something. And the reason that was, he made it easy for Russell Westbrook. Russ had all those doggone assists and only four turnovers because he was playing alongside people like Matthews and Hutchinson. Who understand player movement, spacing, cutting, gaps. He made it easy for Russ. Russ was easily finding him because he was always moving. And guys, we know what we know will happen on the floor with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. 
as that those role players would get to a point to where they're just standing and watching those two to figure out figure it out on their own. They just stand at three point line, just look at them. And because a lot of them aren't threats like Bertons is, no one's really guarding them, and it makes it hard. Hutchinson and is always moving, and it's a beauty for the couple of minutes he was on the floor with Matthews at the same time. They're just moving. I just, I was so happy. It gave me so much joy to see Russell Westbrook have the ball and two wing players constantly on the move. Even when he drives, Hutchinson understands gaps in spacing. Most of Russell Westbrook's assist was off of a drive. Look, usually on the Wizards, if he's driving, the person who's getting the assist, if anyone, it's the center. Because they're standing in the paint. And Russell Westbrook draws over the shot blocker. But in this case, Hutchison got a lot of points off of Russell Westbrook drives because he was moving. I love it. And Garrison Matthews is another one of those players who's always moving to the open spot. Garrison Matthews does his more so over the three-point line, which is why it works so well with Hutchinson. Because Garrison Matthews is going to find the gap on the three-point line. And then you have Hutchinson on the other end finding the gap towards the basket. I love it. It's one game versus the Pacers, who's a decent team. So, I don't know. I don't know how sustainable the shooting is, but I like, look, his understanding of spacing and player movement isn't going to go anywhere because he's playing a different team tonight. I was very impressed with that. Very impressed. Uh, Gafford, I was very impressed with his ability to protect the rim. Even if he isn't getting blocks, I, I am impressed with his ability to just alter shots. I'm impressed with his ability to leap after his own miss. Look, the the Wizards having a center like Gaffer, it it means so much to Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, and we all know, especially to Russell Westbrook, the reason why Stephen Adams was so elite in OKC isn't just because of his size and strength; it's because he can jump out the gym. For as far as for a big, how many lobs has Steven Adams caught? I got a video on my YouTube channel, J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions, where I say goodbye to Steven Adams, and all the lobs are there, all the best ones. I, I just I don't I I can't stress enough how important Daniel Gaffer is, which is why I wish him a speed recovery for his own career. But I also wish him that speed recovery for the Washington Wizards. Outstanding. Daniel Gafford on the night and Hutchison on the night because I didn't even go through their actual stats. All right, so Hutchison on the night, 25 minutes, 8 of 11 field goals, 2 of 3 from 3, 5 rebounds. He had 18 points on the night. Gafford on the night, he had 15 minutes, 4-6 from the field, 3-4 or four from the free throw line. He had 6 rebounds and 2 blocks. Guys, I know he only had 11 points, but he had those 11 points in 15 minutes and 6 rebounds and 2 blocks. 
I'm very happy with that production because at no point did he seem like he was in the way. At no point did he really seem like he was a liability. I understood Scott Brooks been a little bit apprehensive of keeping him in there with Sabonis in the first half. Um, but he did it in the second half. And look, before he actually injured himself, Gaff was a big plus for the Washington Wizards. All right, I'll be remiss if I don't go ahead and mention Rui Hachimura. He was outstanding on a night, 12, 36 minutes, 12 of 24 from the field, eight rebounds, three assists, 26 points. Rui was outstanding. He hit some big shots at critical moments in the game. I don't want to miss that. There was a time when he hit that, you know, where he turns over his left shoulder and shoots that fadeaway. And they were in big moments with a player draped all over him. That is an elite shot. It is an elite shot because you cannot block it. It's a turnaround, fadeaway, jump shot at the free throw line extended. And sometimes right around that free throw line where he likes it. It can't be blocked. He makes it consistently. No one's stopping that shot. He was actually pretty good on defense. That's another thing. Is I was the Pacers scored 124 points, but it seemed different. Now at times there were defensive lapses, which I guess makes sense. There's a lot of players out there that don't normally play, but I mean they were getting the steals, they were in passing lanes. It just seemed, I mean Russell Westbrook had two steals, Robinson had three, Gafford had two, Lopez had one, so they only had eight. But it just seemed. I'm sorry. I'm going to take that back. Robinson had three. Russell Westbrook had two steals. They had five for the night. But the Pacers had eight blocks. Or the Wizards had eight blocks. That's crazy, too. But it just seemed different. It seemed like everyone was hustling. You know, I'm, it's one of those things where I realize that there's giving up 120 points and the team just missed shots, but you played like ass on defense. And then there's giving up 120 points. And, like, you play pretty good defense, but the other team made some shots. You know, it's one thing to for a team to score 110, but they bricked a bunch of threes, but they were wide open. You, did you really play defense? No. But this was different to me. I don't know why that is. Why the Wizards decide some days, like, yeah, we're actually going to try on defense. And then they decide other days, nah, we don't feel like doing that. The Wizards have now won two in a row. They have their third game that they can go on a 3-0 win streak versus the Charlotte Hornets. Tonight, 6 Central, 7 Eastern. I'm looking forward to that. Now, guys, we have talked about Rui Hachimura. We have talked about Daniel Gafford. We have talked about Hutchinson. One more thing I want to mention. I know he only had, I think he only had three points last night, Garrison Matthews. But doesn't he just do things? He's just a guy. The charges, the defense, the hustle. He just does things. That's why I always mention him. Garrison Matthews. And I'll mention Denny Avdia. He hit a couple of big threes in this game. I do want to give him that. It was nice to see from Denny Avdia because he just seemed so dejected and just sad. And 
feeling bad for himself and just down. So it was nice to see him put a couple in the basket in big moments. He had the big um, jumper where they just left him and he was able to kind of turn, use his pivot foot and jump and, and hit that shot late. I uh, just threw his hands up in the air like he just, thank goodness that went in. Uh, it was good for him. I'm happy to see that for him because Denny Abdia has a wide skill set. He's just not been good. Uh, just putting it politely. But he hit some big shots versus the Pacers and some big moments. I'm very proud of him. Looking forward to what Denny Abdia does. All right. Neto, 19 minutes, 7 of 9 from the field. Four rebounds, an assist, total of 15 points. Neto's going to Neto. A calming force. You know what you're going to get for him day in and day out. Nothing's going to change. All right, guys. It is time. Let's talk about Russell Westbrook right after this. Russell freaking Westbrook. The West Wolf, the Beast Brook, the Brody, the point God himself. Russell Westbrook was absolutely insane last night versus the Pacers. The best part, Russell Westbrook had 17 fourth quarter points. My point guard is the most clutch point guard. I've always said it. 17 points in the fourth quarter. For the game, 35 points. One block, two steals, 21 assists, 14 rebounds, four of six for 66% from the three-point line, 14 of 26 from the field. Meaning he shot over 50% from the field as well. Guys, I've seen Russell Westbrook do some amazing things. The 57-point game versus the Orlando Magic. I think that was 2017. Hitting the game winner versus the Denver Nuggets in his MVP season. 50-point triple-double. Then he screams, who's the MVP? The 2020-20 game for Nipsey. The 40-point game versus the Brooklyn Nets this season, and he hits the game winner. We've just seen Russell Westbrook do so many amazing things. Where in the world do we rank this one? The only player in NBA history to put up 35 points, at least 20 assists, and 10 rebounds. Only three people to put up 30 points with 20 assists and at least 10 rebounds. Only Oscar Robertson, Robertson, Magic Johnson, and Russell Westbrook himself. See, that's the part that's crazy is efficient, outstanding numbers, doing it all on the court from blocks to steals to rebounds to assists to points. Who else in the NBA now can do that? LeBron James, James Harden, Luka Doncic. Russell Westbrook. Maybe you could throw in Giannis. Five people can do that now. 
that are currently in the NBA. Just five have the ability to do that, but only one has actually done it. Think about that. People love to love LeBron James. People love to love Giannis. People love to love Luka Doncic. Oh my gosh, do they love Luka Doncic. People love to love James Harden. I know there are people that don't like James Harden's game. I know there are some people who are jealous of LeBron James' success. But I'm talking about there are millions upon millions of people who love to love those players. There is only one they love to hate. It is Russell freaking Westbrook. He's the one player where I say I feel like there are more people who don't like Russell Westbrook than do. Look, the Russell Westbrook Twitter is small. In comparison to everybody, all the other stars. It's a tight circle over here. That's why we're going to defend him always. Do we hold him accountable? Hell yeah. I said it in the game uh, versus the pace, even though he was playing masterfully. Russell Westbrook, that jumper broke, bro. You better do some lay. Now, his three-point shot was fine, but that mini was not good. And then the fourth quarter came, and all of a sudden, you know, because Russell Westbrook is clutch, bro. Suddenly, he could hit. I don't care if Russ go 0-30. I trust him to take the last shot. I'm not going to lie. You can kiss my ass if you think otherwise. Russell freaking Westbrook has more people who cannot stand him than people that absolutely have his back. I know people that that hate LeBron James. 100% I know that. I know there are people who hate James Harden. But for the most part, people just, including the media outlets, they just love their game. When they see Russell Westbrook, because it plays at such a frenetic pace, they automatically, I cannot stand the way he plays. I do not like the way he plays. I don't like that he goes 100% on every play. I just don't like that. I love it. Because it gives you games like this. It gives you games where he literally does everything. 35 points. 35 points. 21 assists, 14 rebounds, two steals, and a block. That's why we love it. That's why we watch Russell Westbrook. He is one of the most exciting players to watch in the NBA. And think about this. This was a game where he didn't fly and dunk on somebody. He's been dunking lately. He always dunk on Gobert. That's just like a given. We play Utah, that's happening. This wasn't even a game when he was, he had a breakaway dunk and he's an unselfish player. So what did he do? He gave it up to Rui Hachimura, an unselfish point guard, the point guard. He gave it up. Got steal, took off. It was him and Rui. He gave it up to Rui. That's my point guard. And it was still one of the most exciting games we've ever seen him watch. I mean, his fourth quarter, he was unconscious at the end of that game. I just, he was just hitting minis, three, hit another three. I just, then he was willing to give the ball up when he had to. That's another misconception. Russell Westbrook don't mind passing the damn basketball. He ain't no ball hog. People mistake him being a floor general and having the ball in his hands. 
means he's a ball hog. You don't get 21 assists and be a ball hog. That's Russell freaking Westbrook. Giving the ball to Rui in clutch moments. Getting the ball to Denny in an important clutch moment. Trusting someone out of the three-point line in the clutch moment. Trusting the dump-off pass in a clutch moment. But then trusting himself when the moment is the biggest. Hitting those threes. Hitting those minis when it counts most. 17 points in the fourth quarter. And if I remember synergy correct, Russell Westbrook scored or assisted on 88 points. 88 points. Guys, he scored 132. He scored or assisted over 50% of the points. On efficient shooting. A 21 assist to 4 turnover ratio. I don't want to hear shit from nobody. Until further notice about Russell Westbrook. The guy was outstanding. They asked him after the game about his triple doubles. He basically said, or if he think he'd break the record this year. All time for Oscar Robertson. Russell Westbrook responds with, I mean, I don't know. I just play the game and I just try to do everything because I think that's my calling. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. See, I said that to say another lie Russell Westbrook haters say. He's not going out there to stat chase or triple-double. He's going out there to win. He just happens to be one of the five players in the NBA who can do everything. He can literally do everything on a basketball court. Let me read it to you again. One block, two steals, 21 assists to four turnovers, 14 rebounds, 35 points. 66% shooting from the three-point line, 58% shooting from the field. Just so you know. He's an NBA player at 6'3", who can literally do everything. LeBron James can too. LeBron James is 6'9". Giannis can too. Giannis is just tall. Was he 6'10"? He's a 6'3 point guard. That's up there because he's able to do the same things as LeBron James, Giannis, James Harden, and Luka Doncic, who are all much taller than Russell Westbrook. I think think Harden's 6'5", so he's only a couple inches. The guy is amazing. That's Russell freaking Westbrook. He's on a tear now. They've won two in a row. And he's got the Charlotte Hornets tonight. Will we see it again? Yeah, his ability to, to go back-to-back games and have 18, 19 rebounds and then come back the next game and have 14 rebounds with 21 assists. Guys, it's insanity. I just don't know how you can hate on the guy. It's it's craziness that he can do this. My goodness. People don't understand how hard it is to get, I don't know, 15 15 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. 15 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists? God damn. That's crazy. To have 35, 21, 14. 
Woo-wee. Well, guys, this is where I'll break things. Actually, I'm sorry. One more. One more stat. Russell Westbrook now has 16 triple-doubles on a season, so he is now past the Washington Wizards record of triple-doubles in a single season. He did it only 38 games, so that's all she wrote. That's over. It's Russell Westbrook's now. But, guys, now this is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I appreciate it so much. Make sure you hit subscribe so you can get an alert every time I do a post-game pod. Also, if you enjoy actual videos of Russell Westbrook, of the Washington Wizards, and things like that, please go subscribe to my YouTube channel, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. And I appreciate you guys so much for listening. As always, I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. You can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook Gets the Chip, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Can't wait to watch the game tonight versus the Charlotte Hornets and do another post-game pod. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, until next time, peace.